It's December 17th, 2017. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, here with Raj Geary. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Going to talk about Clash of Champions, the final WWE pay-per-view of the year. Cover some other news as well. Is the XFL coming back? What does that mean? John Cena's returning soon, and Matt Morgan will be along shortly for our recap of tonight's pay-per-view. But Raj, before we hopped on the air here, we're talking about that these 205 Live live events for the cruiserweights are going to have some special guests yeah. so uh bray wyatt versus matt hardy is headlining the uh 205 live events so i think it's pretty clear the tickets weren't selling well and so they had to pull something out of their hats and and i uh, you know i mean we've talked about this before that that brand is just dead i, I don't i don't know who you know who's paying money to see it but um there you go they're adding Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt to those shows. When do you think the last time Bray Wyatt was under 205 pounds was? Nice. Ninth grade, maybe? Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. They're making a mockery of the cruiserweights by adding them to that show. Yeah. Um, but whatever. I mean, look, you know, I said if that was happening near me, I would go to it so I could say I was at one of the three 205 live events that happened. Yeah. You know, so if tickets are on sale, folks, go and see this. This is are likely they, never going to yeah. happen again. Are they are on sale. Go to, yeah, go to Wrestling Inc. You'll get the link. You know, there's an article there about Matt, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Uh, hold on one second. I need to actually update that title. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So there you go. And funny that the people that, that book events like 205 Live, live, uh say you know what tried our hand at football once before now's the time to get back into the game right yeah uh, instead of learning from your failures just keep repeating them it's weird what so what have you heard about that so uh the credit i know bixen span was involved in getting a statement out of the wwe about this mr yeah. ben has a separate company correct that he's set up for this yeah so alpha entertainment um and here let's open it up so they've they've got a few different names trademarked so they got urfl united football league ufl and for the love of football so it's clear <laughs> he wants to do something in there now uh you know the fact that one of the names is united football league would suggest that he wants to look at starting a football league again which anyone that paid attention the first time it was a, a massive failure it lost a hundred million dollars it was became a huge joke um so if he is going to go that route and starting a football league again uh, i i think naming it the xfl you know would be a terrible idea just because it's uh just it's just so intertwined and, and with failure, you know, that name, it's like a, you know, it's like a, a, a template for failing at a big sports venture, you know? So, yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, Vince is an old dude, you know, Vince is 72 years old starting a, a football league. Uh, when you got all this WWE stuff going on, um, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, they've got their big deal with Facebook Live coming up in January, so expanding there. Now, I did see some other – I know we talked about this on Wednesday's podcast, but I did see a lot of articles that, that have said the behind-the-scenes word is Vince is going all out for this to really test the water, see if he can get some streaming bids when their deal is up with USA to really drive up that dollar value for WWE programming rights. 
going forward. Wait, wait, repeat that. So the, I, the, what I read, and I saw this on Recode, I saw this on a few other digital sites saying that Vince McMahon is going all out for this Facebook partnership. Oh, to really yeah, yeah. show that they can deliver because they think that a competitive bid from a Netflix, a Facebook, an Amazon will drive the price up to where USA will have to give them substantially more money to keep WWE programming in the year 2019. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's clear because if you remember last time the TV rights were up, uh, they were talking about, you know, doubling the rights fees that they were getting from USA and they didn't get anywhere close to that. And yeah. it, it, it seemed pretty clear, like there weren't any other serious bidders. Um, so USA Network got it back for not even close to what Vince was kind of hinting that they would be getting. So clearly they'd want as many people involved um, to get that price as high as possible. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's a smart business move. It makes total sense. And I don't think, um, you know, whenever they start a new show, you know, like they had that Saturday morning slam and or whatever that was that was called uh, main event superstars when they they I think that was on WGN if I'm not mistaken mm. for a little bit but they go you know they go big at the beginning for the first couple of weeks and then it it's just kind of the same old but for this I think I think they'll you know push it pretty good during the entire what is it 12 weeks that it's on yeah and uh they're talking one thing that was interesting I don't know if you saw this about that they're going to have the VR element the 360 cam there and i saw tonight on twitter people were saying that was part of what that camera off to the side of the ring was tonight was that they were testing that out oh um yeah i mean i think i think it'll be cool um yeah so everyone update your wish list for some vr viewing equipment at christmas because come january 18th you're going to be able to be right there in the action every tuesday at 10 p.m eastern on facebook yeah um also Really spoiled tonight's Clash of Champions match when Sami Zayn announced for the uh, the Facebook tournament, and then cutting promos talking about he's not sure which women woman he wants to pair with. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They you felt like they could have not announced all the names yet and waited a week or two to you know announce Sami Zayn and, and some of the other guys. You yeah, know, have a little bit of a rollout, build build some suspense, but but yeah, oh no, they didn't do that. Mr. Matt Morgan, you excited for the XFL to come back? I didn't think that was real. I didn't even click on the link. I thought for sure that was a fake. Uh, oh, really? Well, it's not. It might. It's probably not going to be called the XFL. Vince McMahon started another company called Alpha Entertainment, mm -hmm. and they've trademarked a bunch of football names. Um, hmm. Call one of them's United Football League. Uh, one is the URFL, so so it's like your football, I guess. Wow. Um, the UFL and for the love of football, they, they filed a trademark for that. Dude, he can't let it go. I, I got to, you know, I got to love him for that, right? He, he built his empire back up after that flub. And he's like, F it. Before I go, I'm getting this shit over one way or the other. <laughs> I'm not going to, yeah. I mean, he's, maybe he's thinking he doesn't want to be remembered for that. Like, that's his big legacy to the, the mainstream audience. I don't know. So he thinks, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, you're, you're freaking the P.T. Barnum of our generation. He's bigger than P.T. Barnum when you really break it down. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. It's, um, so the XFL last time, you, you know, it did a huge first number and then just died quickly. And it, it, it drew some of the lowest ratings. They were the lowest ratings on network television primetime at that time. I mean, so it was like all-time lows. So... I can't see what's changed 
to make it work this time. You they know what I hide, mean? They can hide it on their network. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't see football players signing up for WWE Network to watch NFL. <laughs> Baron Corbin. Yeah. yeah. My thoughts tonight, Baron and Mojo. Let's just get all the former NFL guys, you know, make them team captains. Yeah. Some nice synergy I mean, going on. When they first announced the XFL, there were bits of it I thought it could be interesting that could work. Oh, I, I loved it. I loved the whole idea. Yeah. But the, the fact that they didn't do a preseason, when you're starting something brand new, they should have had like a two-month preseason uh, that's not televised. So you work out all the kinks and you get these players on the same page because, I mean, the very first play, I think, was like a fumble or something. And I, someone I got those, injured on the coin toss. Somebody got injured. Yeah, that's, that's for certain. And I forget who did it. Maybe Jericho. Somebody did a um, – can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. yeah. Somebody did a story on that. I forget what it was. Uh, one of the podcasts covered yeah, this Bruce pretty Richard. well. Was it Bruce? They I did a good, so. a good recap on what happened. And there was a reason why they didn't do preseason. I forget what it was. They felt like rushed and rain had to jump right into it right away for some reason. I forget what the reasoning was, but I liked it. I, I, I kept watching. I swear <laughs> to God. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, was, I was hoping for it to succeed, even though I knew it would probably hurt wrestling. WWE with Vince's attention on the XFL and not WWE, but um, yeah, I mean, I was I was rooting for it, but I or, thought, yeah, that preseason it, and what you just said, it just felt rushed. So, what you had with were these teams that had no, uh, that weren't gelled together at all. They just <laughs> you know looked horrible, and then the football got better as the season went on. But I think if you had a I, long preseason to to work all that out, it it would have looked much better for the football. I, I really wasn't. I wasn't. If I want to, I don't want to watch C League players. If I want to do that, I go watch Canadian football or whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, I wanted to watch this for the WWE component. As stupid as that sounds, yeah. we're like, we're going into the locker rooms to see naked cheerleaders and shoot up there, you know what? I was like, I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. January 25th, the rumored press conference when we'll get an announcement. Now, uh, the first time around, February 3rd, 2000 was when it was announced. And then the draft happened uh, October 30th, 2000 for January 2001 launch. So hopefully they'll give it ample time this time to really get it up and running correctly. You just got to wonder, like, there's so much football on TV now. Yeah. I mean, just this weekend, you had two games on Saturday. You know, there's a game on right now. <laughs> you know, to, you have Sunday night football. And now you have Thursday night football, which they didn't have back then, um, Monday night. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely think you wouldn't want to do it in the fall when there's already so much NFL product. Um, Is the pay-per-view that bad? That's why we're still talking about this? <laughs> well, we, we thought we'd cover some other stuff first, Matt, so we could really, you know, wait to jump into Clash Champions. Mr. Late over here. Sorry. All right. Oh, no um, worries. Is it really a huge story though? Like this is this, this XF, Is it huge? It amongst could, amongst it, wrestling fans, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, Vince lost a hundred million dollars with the you know WWE lost hundred million dollars with yeah. the first XFL. You got to think that the wrestlers aren't too happy with that. The money that they're drawing was going for this football project. Now this will be Vince's money, uh, not WWE's money. But really, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Clash of Champions tonight, uh -huh. speaking of uh, football, Mojo Raleigh versus Zack Ryder. And uh, the crowd, I have to say, first off, the crowd for the first half of this pay-per-view, this was the hottest crowd outside of a big four that I've heard. I mean, they were invested in Mojo versus Zack. They were right. very loud. They were there early. 
Uh, Matt, what did you think of this match? Did it do anything for you? No. Okay, fair, fair. I, I thought it, I, it was better than I expected it to be. Um, and I think part of that was the crowd because they were so hot. That it, yeah. it made it easy to watch. Uh, Mojo's got new music. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't sure if it really fit him, but, but, I, but I thought it was uh, as far as the new themes that people were getting, I thought it was good. Um, so, yeah, we had the mega powers exploding. And, uh, <laughs> wasn't uh, it was it was fine I thought we'll see where they go I mean I thought the match was uh, good the crowd was uh, was part in the term the crowd was hype for this uh, but yeah Mojo won over Zach so uh, look for Smackdown man they don't have a lot going on you know if they can do something with this more power to them um, after that we have the triple threat for the WWE United States title Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin Okay, so this match, Matt, did this exceed your expectations? Hell yes. This was match of the night. I, I, I love this match. That's the first time ever, right, that Baron Corbin's been in a match of the night? Of course That's it is. Are you kidding yeah. me? Hell yeah, yeah, it was. I, I went and bought a lottery ticket, too. Um, <laughs> seriously, it was an awesome match. They, let me tell you, AJ and IJ, um, um, good Lord, Bobby is mm-hmm. so – this is Bobby's specialty. It's also Dolph's. But this is really Bobby's specialty, is putting big galoots like me in positions to make us look way better than we really are. I promise you, I watched this match, and uh, I went back and watched it a second time. I'll admit I fast-forwarded through another match I did not want to watch. I'll tell you when we come to it. Um, <laughs> but that's how much I wanted to watch this match again, to watch, because Bobby's fingerprints was all over this. I swear to God. Yeah, I wonder if they called an audible. Not, not an audible, but decided – in not the last day Bobby. or two to have Ziggler win just to have a title change, you know, because there was nothing else really newsworthy on the show. And talk about a swerve. Bobby, you know, why did Bobby win? That's my question. Yeah. Uh, they feel it's too soon. Like have him chase, chase Ziggler. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. keeps him and Ziggler going or, you know, or Corbin. I don't, I don't know. I just think Bobby needs something. Bobby needs something though. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, well, so once a year, have Ziggler talk about how he's going to quit the company, make it seem like he's got a foot out the door, and then put the belt on. Yeah, it's, it's this, like... It's, it's this belt, though. Or the Intercontinental, <laughs> maybe for like a week. Yeah, it's like, they're like, oh, geez, it's 2017. We didn't give Ziggler his three-week push yet, so <laughs> let's do it real quick. It was a surprise. <laughs> I mean, I like like had an audible reaction when he won, because no one, I mean, we were talking about this, you know, the last podcast. Nobody thought he stood a chance. Thought he was there to take the pin. So WWE's done something about these leaks, like the results of the pay-per-views get, getting out. So really? we haven't had the smart money coming in in a while, you know, for a while. And so Ziggler was a plus 1,085 underdog. So if you would have wow. put 100 bucks on Ziggler, you know, on these uh, betting sites that take wrestling bets. How much would you have you won? 100 bucks, you would have won at the, over $1,000, 1085. Wow. I need to start doing these things. But yeah, that's the thing. If the smart money's not in, just put in, put in a little bit. I mean, I'm... I'm not advocating gambling, but if you are a gambler, uh, just put in a little bit on all the underdogs because, you know, that alone pays for everything. I can't believe you could bet on pro wrestling. Yeah, and why aren't I, these I, sites I don't know how much to, longer that'll be around. Why aren't these sites uh, trying seriously? to sponsor our podcast? Because I'll, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. every week just talk about the long shot bet that you should be placing on these sites. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. No other sites get the traffic we get here. Yeah. yeah um no that was a hell of a match that was i mean just talk about a great way to start off the pay-per-view officially yeah uh, fans chanting this is awesome uh and yeah it was it was great oh my god wait real quick how good was it when he went to go uh bobby uh uh, uh what's his name uh um 
Baron goes to shit can Bobby out of the ring. Bobby quickly reverses it and throws uh, a Baron out for a false finish there at the very end. Oh, yeah. It was one of the most believable falses I've seen. I'm being honest. Yeah. In a few years. Like, that was so well done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we predicted the finish to be on the Wednesday podcast. We said, you know, uh, Rude has uh, Ziggler pinned and then uh, Corbin steals it. You know, yeah. and then they kind of played, you know, did something similar, but it was the false finish. But yeah, it was really good. Coordination across the board was fantastic for that match. Yeah. There's never a reversal on the guy going to shit can the other guy out of the ring at the finish. Go back. You, you will not see that very often. Yeah. It was so well done, man. That, that was, was really cool. That, that finish was really cool with the, when he was going for the end of days and hitting the zigzag. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't know. Uh, I have no faith that they're going to do anything with Dolph after this. So no. <laughs> we'll see. I'll well, see what You're the guys right. from the Spirit Squad are up to. You know, I think it's something for Bobby Roode to probably beat him on the Royal Rumble kickoff show, you know, for the, for the belt. Man. I hope he wins the belt, but not on a kickoff. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they took the momentum from that and went to the fatal four-way for the SmackDown tag team titles: Rusev and Aiden English versus the New Day versus uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable versus the Usos. Aiden English and Rusev going to kick off that segment again. Super the crowd. over, awesome. This this Super was like over. dream SmackDown crowd. These were people yeah. that like knew Super. everybody. They were invested in it. I mean, I've You're never right. seen this. For SmackDown, a regular episode of SmackDown, let alone a SmackDown pay-per-view. You're right. Um, yeah. This, and, the show pretty much peaked here, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> with this tag match. It did. Uh, great match, though. Yes, it was. Awesome. was. Chad Gable really stepped up tonight, too. Yeah. Has he been doing that that roll into the German? What's it called? Rolling Thunder? I forget what hell it's called. Uh, what's his name used to do it? Uh, Doug Williams used to do that originally. Yeah. Um, but wow, dude, he dumped them straight on their neck. On he their did head. on Rusev and Big E, who are like, they, they're like twice the size. Yeah, but like those guys landed on their heads. Go yeah. back and watch it. Like, it's, oof, it looked great. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> they look good. I crap my pants when I'm up in the air about to take that. But um, yeah. Great match. Great match. Love this match, too. Rusev and I mean, super over. This is the most over I've ever seen him with the crowd. As, as you must be loving fans. this. That's your boy. Yeah, I, I've been saying this for years. Won. They should have won. Biggie should have tapped to that. Um, yeah, I thought, you know, it should have ended right there. That was my only nitpick. About the second it. time around, he yeah. should have tapped. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, fantastic match. So the Usos did retain, and I hope that I it's the why. Usos. Well, I think why if you're going to do it? the title change, do it with just the Usos against Rusev and and. Aiden English, but um, instead of a yeah a four way, you know, so then that way it keeps him on him a little longer. It builds the chase, but you do the chase with Rusev and Aiden chasing the the Usos, and, and then eventually do that title change. Yeah, so this is where it seemed like maybe the paper <laughs> was in a little bit of trouble that they were stalling for time. When's the last time there was a lumberjack match when everybody got an entrance? Mm, good point. During it, um, now I know the Riot Squad all came out at once. Uh, looking fantastic, I thought. Um, but this match, Natalia versus Charlotte Flair, definitely everyone got involved. It was very interactive. Charlotte ended up winning and retaining. But then Natalia's promo after, I thought, was an interesting direction to take her. I did, I did too. Shouldn't be able to talk. I believe once you take somebody's finisher, you, I mean, granted, it's on your lower extremities or your back or whatever. You still shouldn't be able to talk. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird because that almost sounded like a promo to turn heel, 
Like Except she was already but she's already heel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, she's super heel. I don't know if she's teasing, they're teasing her quitting or or what, but yeah, it was kind of weird. And they had her crying. Um it kind of makes sense though, right? Because think about it this way. So Carmela oh and Carmela's uh uh not no cash in attempt, right? Seemed for a moment like she was going through tonight. Um but Carmela's got her fashion. So really going forward <clears throat> Carmella, Tamina, and Lana, the Riot Squad. Uh, I'm assuming the Marine Six is done filming because the Miz will be back. So Becky will be back. We'll have Becky, Naomi, and Charlotte. So we've got those three factions. Natalia is the odd woman out going forward. Yeah, kind of. Um, if they're doing, yeah, like, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, six-man tags every week, then yeah. but And it's SmackDown. They love their yeah. six-women tags. Yeah. It's crazy how heel heavy it is. There, you know, Naomi was the only babyface lumberjack out there. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So it's like uh, her, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch when she's back. She still um, has a cool. She still has a cool entrance, by the way, Naomi. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the tease of the Carmella Cashin. I thought tonight would have been a good night to do it, but they're gonna dr- keep dragging this out. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is, but their their matches on the main roster, um, Charlotte and Natalia, just haven't been as good as you know the, the one they did in NXT. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. But the crowd, I felt, hung with this as best they could. Um, they were into it, but then you could, just you, a, you could tell it was kind of a turning point. Like it was starting to. The crowd was starting to, you know, they, you know, they weren't as hot after this match. <laughs> then Brazongo versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I, okay. Dude, those guys are about to be, I, I hate to say this because I love me some Luke Harper. I do. But this is not, they're going to be done within, I give them, what month are we? December. I don't give them, I don't give them into Mania. I think they get cut before Mania. Cut or broken, broken up? Broken up and repackaged again. Because this is a horrible repackaging. I do not like it. I don't. Them together, maybe. Okay, great. But not this bludgeoning brothers. Ah! Yeah. It's so freaking lame. So they, they squash these guys, which is, you know, that's, that's what great. you should yeah. do when you're yeah. introducing these monsters. But, the, yeah, it's so corny. The, the name, their promo at the end of the match, was it, it sounded like a... Like if you're doing a spoof on '80s wrestling, like a, it's something like South Park. Like if they, you know, it's yeah. like one of those promos. Yeah. But weird that the commentary kept saying, "Oh, this this match is six months in the making." Like treating it like there's all this story behind it, even though well, that kind of is right. I guess in theory, the Bludgeon Brothers were attacking them. The most buildup ever for the least amount of story. See, I didn't even know that. So the Bludgeon Brothers have been the ones responsible for yeah, all this. Yeah, two B, two B was the the clue in the fashion file six months ago oh yeah but exactly that's that's how much sense it makes and i'm like okay sure um but there's no i mean and you could hear when they came out brazongo the crowd likes both of these guys and it was just kind of i mean just a momentum killing match it's again they're not reading their own audience brazongo's over Uh, i know they're a little bit dead during this part of the show but everywhere else brazongo's pretty much over you know, them again. They're not listening to their audience, though. Yeah, they. I mean, they treated them like total job guys here. Yes, they did. You, you know, know I would have liked it if in. if the Ascension would have come out and tried to save Brazongo, and then the Ascension got beat down too. That would have at least people would have popped for that. The surprise, 
of something else happening. But instead, this was just paint by numbers, squash. What, feeding, feeding them two other jobbers? Why were that? Yeah, because I think that it would have at least got the reaction from people that they were surprised something more was happening. There was a story. Then you could do the Ascension versus the Bludgeon Brothers for a while, ping pong it back and yeah. forth. Okay. You know, I'm not saying it's. Gr I'm not saying this is like A plus WWE programming, but I'm just saying that match was. Dis I mean, there was no surprise. There was no story. There was just over and done with. The entrances right, were longer than the match. I got you. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was the point was just to get them a, a win over a an actual tag team. Yeah, I just don't think you do that on pay per view in the middle of a pay per view when you're when you've had such a hot well, night. Well, so you far. do that all the time when you're introducing a new talent. You want, yeah. you want to give them a showcase. I mean, remember when they didn't do that, like with Ziggler and Nakamura, and it, you know, <laughs> it cooled Nakamura off quick. So you don't want the Bludgeon Brothers having a competitive match with Brizongo uh, right yeah. off the bat when you're wanting to push them as monsters. But Matt, to your point, I kind of see them going in the direction of the Ascension, where they get a Big push time. for a little bit, and yep. then they just die out and yep. never Fizzle. used on TV. Yep. So, I, yeah. I, hope, I hope I'm wrong. Okay. I, I don't. I don't. I want Luke Harper to be back the singles act. Oh, I agree. Yeah, not. I mean, he was getting the weirdest placements though uh, as a singles act. Well, him and Dolph Ziggler stole a pay per view together, and he can do it again. Yeah, yeah. He is talented. Okay, so Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton. The big story, the story we've had building coming out of Hell in a Cell. Two special referees. So stupid, so stupid. <laughs> it was very convoluted. It, it ruined this match on so many levels to me. It really did. Only thing that I can look forward to is, is, is maybe Daniel Bryan comes back in some form or fashion and wrestles. I don't know. Shane, I don't know. Somebody. But that's it. Because other than that, this was horrible. And I love Daniel Bryan so more than long. anybody. But, like, his acting was horrible in there tonight, too. <laughs> It was horrible. You could tell he wasn't feeling the material given to him. <laughs> you know, definitely. And shame on them for putting him in that stupid predicament to begin with. He's a logical wrestler. Don't put him in illogical things. He can make some of it work when it's comedy, but don't put him in that crap. And, and, it, and it did hurt the match. And that could have been a, that was a good match. It was a great match, all, all things considered. But it was yeah, all about the end. It was just overshadowed by what the end Definitely. This is, this is Vince Russo 101, where, the, where, where there's a, a storyline. The match is not the storyline. It's the shit around it. It's the sizzle around the stake that's more important, not the stake itself. The sizzle being, you know, Shane and, and Daniel Bryan. All right? And that was the, that, the – so if that's the deal, then they got that accomplished tonight. But shame on them for ever putting those four wrestlers as the backdrop to any storyline. You know what? I felt like this whole pay-per-view was just that two-minute finish. Like, that was all the intrigue of this pay-per-view was – uh, that storyline and how you know is sure. Daniel Bryan going to screw Shane, and that was it. I think because we all are such, I think because we're all such big DB fans, you know what I mean. That he's finally incorporated in a storyline that's somewhat in the ring, I guess, and uh, we want to see what's going to happen with them. I mean, that's why I was into it, so intrigued by it. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan hasn't been cleared. Do you do you see <laughs> WWE wanting to just? Why are you laughing at that? Because he because he kind of bumped off of Shane tonight. He fell on Shane. I was like, that was that was more physical than I thought it was uh, going to be. I, was, I I popped for that. It was like, oh my god, Daniel Bryan falling in the ring. I hope his head's okay. Yeah. Um. He, I mean, he just fell on Shane, but <laughs> yeah, but still, that's a bump I can take. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, 
So do you think they want to just cool Daniel Bryan off and make him look like a try to get him as unpopular as possible uh, before his contract runs out? And this storyline might be part of that. No, because I'm sorry. They can do whatever they want. They tried it already for years. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't going to work. No, I'm not saying that it'll work, but do you see them trying to do that if they no, feel like he's leaving? Have, no, because you have someone like Cody Rhodes and all these other guys making money elsewhere and doing a damn good job at it. The last thing they didn't want to do is put him in a position to piss him off and to leave this company. They're going to succumb to this. Mark my words. He'll pass the test when the time comes, and he will be. I, just my opinion. I think he's not leaving. We'll see. Yeah. It's too much money. He has a family. It's a different story now. Yeah. Um, the match ended from the table spot on. The match, I thought, got its momentum back, but just it took forever to get there. Um, the first two-thirds of the match were so slow um, at a time when the pay-per-view could have really used a shot in the arm. Uh, so, of course, Sammy and Kevin won on uh, the quick count that Daniel Bryan did. And, uh, man, and with that, we had like an, still an hour to go in the pay-per-view uh, yep. for the last match. Jinder Mahal versus AJ Styles. Yep. Uh, it felt like it went three and a half hours long. So, and that was the fi- like the final match of the year. Let's go out with the bang. A very long final pay per view match. Yeah. Yeah. Final pay per view match on this heavy psychology test of strength, old school style wrestling match. When you have that much time to fill, you got to pull that out. You have to. If yeah. you've been in the arena, Matt, would you have been thinking, you know, I can beat the crowd and get to my car and just get out of here a little sure. bit quicker? You know, if I leave <laughs> sure. during this one. Yeah, yeah, it was so slow. It was, but with that much time to kill you guys, you've got to, you have to do that. You have to start slow. You can't go in there and start ping-ponging around and doing exciting shit for an hour straight. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, but um, you're gonna build I, I, think every, I don't think anyone thought that Jinder was going to win. I think that hurt the match right from the beginning. It's, um, it's true. Yeah, like no, it, no one. There was no one buying any of the, any of the, pins no. or gender on offense, and no. the more offense gender got, the more clear it was that AJ was winning. And so right. when yeah. gender took the first thirty minutes or whatever of that match, yeah, that was what it was. And it was, and it was one of those things. Gender wasn't doing anything wrong. It was just slow and uh, slow. Yeah. <sighs> so I guess they're moving on. That's. That's it for Jinder for now, I'm guessing. Man, I hope they have something good for him still, though. I hope he can figure out how to keep it. You know, he's got to do something to keep. Uh, they didn't do him any favors. Like, somebody should have stopped him from doing these over the top, you know, 80s heel type, you know, promos. I think that's what you know, Vince wanted. With, 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 I know he does, but, but yeah. like, in the long run, it's going to hurt him with his facials and the, you know, he's always, you know, he's kind of always like, <laughs> like, like 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 in every promo and it's 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 he's got a i don't know what it is i, I don't know if that's my disconnect to a certain degree you know uh, i don't know yeah you know what you could do is have him feud with bobby Roode for the u.s title you know have Roode win it and, and then that way he gets just more experience working with better workers you know working longer matches because this was you know easily the longest match of his wwe career and man you don't think 3MB had any uh, burn burners that lasted an hour? <laughs> they had that WLC match. That was. Uh... <laughs> but I guess they technically weren't in the match. They were just in his corner. <laughs> <laughs> How bad is that? How bad is that? They were the garnish to fuck. 
fucking hornswoggle. Remember, Drew Drew McIntyre would take the pin from uh, El Torito. Yes. Oh <laughs> Lord! So times change. Yeah. Oh man! But who who who? Where do you go with AJ? Who else is there? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've really cooled off on Nakamura, but um, <clears throat> and Cena's going to <throat> Raw. Uh, he's he's booked for next week's Raw. So oh wow, to do what? I don't know. Say Merry Christmas. He was added God to bless the show. America. That yeah. probably is just a Christmas thing, though, for Christmas Raw. God bless America. No, you don't think he's going to come out there and give some give some yeah, speech about being thankful for all we have in the holidays? And they, you know, if they did that, it would probably be a dark segment. I don't see them having him uh, come out if they don't have any plans for him. Oh, maybe. I mean, how are how are tickets for Christmas Raw selling? No, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so if it was a dark segment, then he could end up on SmackDown and, and go for that title. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Because AJ, there's no built-in opponents for him right now. I mean, Nakamura, I, you know, they – I mean, I guess they could go with anyone. I mean, they had they went with AJ as champ after beating him, you know. Not, they could do Nakamura. Yeah, they could do Nakamura. Yeah. They could do yeah. Owens again. I feel like that's overdone. How about how about Orton? Have, have him and AJ have an angle? They had they a couple matches. matches. Yeah, yeah, they were okay. I mean, because the RKOs in that match, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, they could do some cool stuff if they really could if they got on the right page. But their their matches that they had together were were kind of average. Good. Yeah. Well, we'll see. SmackDown. I think this this pay per view uh. just kind of highlighted it. Just felt. Can we highlight? Can we highlight Glenn's frosty beverage? What are you drinking there, Glenn? Oh, I'm just drinking water, dude. Oh, okay. A little treat for a little, little treat for the Glenster. <laughs> water. All right, kids, kids, continue, Rye. Sorry. <laughs> you know what was funny after after that pay per view is I, I'm drinking from the smaller cup tonight because after that pay per view, I was telling my wife, I'm like, I just want to go right to sleep after the podcast. I'm yeah. like, my energy was so drained by that pay per view um, that I'm yeah, like, I, I don't want to drink the, too much. They had a Christmas story, the live version of that. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I was like. Dang, missing that, that with the kids. Was, was that any good? Oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, Is that who, hasn't it? Hasn't it? I know it's a live version, but for some reason, I thought it was on already once. I don't know where I got that from. Hmm. Maybe I just saw advertisements for it. Maybe. Yeah, that must be it. Because I wanted to see that too. Yeah. I will check that out and repeat. Did you see uh, the Miz posted that video recreating the Christmas story scene with the bunny suit and Maurice, his little brother, laughing? It's adorable. It's online. Is it good? I, I didn't watch it. I, it's it's adorable because Maurice does the little brother's laugh perfectly. Oh, like very odd. Uh, it's that time of year, folks. So <laughs> I wanted this pay per view. In fact, for the first half, I was like, "What a pleasant surprise!" That we all thought this was gonna be a nothing pay per view, hot right. crowd, good matches, and then it just hit that brick wall. Yeah. Um, and didn't recover. Chris is suggesting Sami Zayn versus AJ for now. And uh, sure, know, as a filler until Mania season, would, Chris Featherstone. I, I would love that. And and let's call a spade a spade right now. Sami Zayn is on fire. Yeah, he's, he has totally found himself. Oh my God, he's going to be such a great babyface when it's time to go back. Isn't that? It's so crazy how that works. But Stone Cold and others have always said this: you get a good heel run in you first, you're going to make such an incredible babyface when it's time to turn you. But you, you know what I mean. But I've always loved. Sammy selling. I always thought that'd be enough to get him over as a face. 
and it was to a certain extent, like intercontinental level. I'm sorry, but Sam, I think Sammy right now can hold his own in a heavyweight championship match. Oh, yeah. I really do. Or angle, I should say. Yeah, he's he is so comfortable. Great. He's so comfortable out there. I love watching him. And they got six weeks to the Rumble, so they can do whatever they want right now. And the yep yeah. movement is super over with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just depends on where they're going with the, the Sammy, Kevin Owen, Shane angle with Daniel Bryan. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch uh, Final Battle the other night, Ring of Honor? No. How do you, how do you, how do you watch it? Uh, they have it streaming on their website. Of course, okay. you know, people upload things to various sites as well. Um, I just watched the final match where Dalton Castle won over Cody for the Ring of Honor Championship. That dude's their champion? Dalton Castle. <laughs> You've got to be shitting me. Nope. Dude, I get the dude's got a cool character and all, but maybe I'm, I don't know, I'm behind the times probably. I'm sure everyone thinks it's great that this dude won, but. I mean, my fucking he, my, the dude because my grass is bigger, but I'll, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't scream world champion to me. I mean, he's got a cool act, but right, he's not a. When, when I think world champion, I think of a guy you could really build. You know, that should be like the face of the company. But um, yeah, man, yeah. I don't know. Cody Something. was Cody's on fire, so I, I was a little surprised with that. Yeah, one. me too. Me too. He yeah. he dyed his hair blonde. It looked kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know I thought, if you saw that. Yeah, I thought it was fitting. I thought it looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, final thought on Clash of Champions tonight, Matt? I don't know. What do you want me to say? <laughs> out of 10, what, what do you give it out of 10? Oh, uh, hmm. I give the same guy done great every time. C+. Plus. <laughs> Just to be on the box cover, Matt. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Matt Morgan. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'll give it a C, <laughs> C minus maybe. I don't know. The first two matches were so good that it, it probably brings it up to a C. It just felt like an episode of SmackDown, uh, like a good episode of SmackDown. With, with a, a really match. long convoluted tag match. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a two-hour pay-per-view. I mean, they don't really do that anymore. I'm trying to think, what's, what's the shortest pay-per-view in recent memory, Raj? This, this was probably I thought this one was pretty short. It was yeah. 245. Yeah, wow. so that's usually they wow. go. I mean, they've been going past you know eleven a lot, so they ended it a little early. So yeah, I, I'd say this was. That's why they caught the me off. Ones. They caught me off guard with that because I was thinking, oh my god, AJ and about they got to pull an hour and a half. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if that match was an hour and a half? It completely <laughs> caught me off guard. I was supposed to be shooting a commercial, and, and and like right after the show was done, I'm like, when is this going to be over? Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before well, we wrap, uh, Raj, we got a few other no, news no, things. We got a few. We got a few yeah. things. First of all, Matt, uh, we, we had talked about the two hundred five live live events, right? Yeah. So tonight they announced that Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy will be on those shows, facing each other. What the freak? That's not two. They're not two hundred five. <laughs> no, not at all. I so, don't get. I mean, I get the okay. Obviously, because. The guys can't draw on their own, so they put two stars on it, get more people in the building. You know what? If you really think about it, in a long, it's goal. You see what its goal is, right? It's like all those people that you put Hulk Hogan at the top of any show. Guess what? The Mounties now getting some props. Hacksaw's being looked at now. Everyone on that roster is now getting a look that they probably normally wouldn't get looked at because fans would never pay to see them wrestle. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's obviously the goal. People, they think Matt Hardy, people will pay to see Matt and, and, what, and what's his name and, and Bray Wyatt because they're a hot internet. Actually, they're, they're the two, two people to put on that show that are 205 when you think about it because in Vince's head and whoever's running the show's head, the 205 Live is an internet uh, uh, fans like show is what they think. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that we're that the internet fans are annoyed and feel patronized and feel super annoyed that they're not giving these guys characters. But nonetheless, um, they halfway got it right because they put two internet darlings on it right now as far as Matt Hardy goes with his new character uh, versus Bray. Yeah, but what, do, what does this tell you about like them doing more of these? Because it, it shows that we'll see. They can't draw. It can't draw on its own. So well, how do we know? This. I thought they, I thought they didn't try. I thought this was their first attempt. Right, but tickets have been on sale. So oh, clearly the tickets weren't selling, and so that's this why they added. This off of tickets? Yeah. Well, there, you, yeah there you go. Yeah. Well, then well, there you go, internet wrestling community. You, you know, your little cruiserweight ain't getting the job done. How about that? Start <laughs> liking bigger guys. <laughs> um, all right. What, oh, and Tom Zink passed away. Do you see that? Really? How? Yeah. Um, I don't think they know no, that. No drugs no drug or anything, right? Tom Zink. Uh, let me see. Z-Man. Z-Man was over for a minute. Yeah, he was in uh, Got to Win at WrestleMania 3. You know, one of the most the biggest WrestleManias of all time, right? He wasn't, he wasn't part of Girls in Cars, was he? That was Rick Martel and Tito. That was no. Strike Force, yeah. No, there's no way Tito was in that song. It was, uh, what's his name? Oh, God, the guy I don't like who's from Connecticut. He was a dick when I tried to get an autograph from him as a kid. Oh, uh, he's one of the four horsemen. Like the worst four horsemen in no, history. No, Paul Roma? Yes. No, 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 no. It was Tito. It was Young it was Tito and Tito and Rick Martel. It was Young Stallions. Look it up. Girls in Cars. No, uh, Young Stallions had that. Uh, Girls. Uh, we were cruising the street looking for some action. Had my radio playing on my rock and roll station. They had that, that Jimmy Hart. what was Hart. the hook? No, what Girls in Cars hook? was uh, a more summer ballady uh, song. People- so Girls in Cars was Strike Force. Uh, the, the no uh, girls in any car with Tito Santana. He was old even then. He it was Tito and Rick. Trust me. I know they went strike for us, but I'm telling you that song was not with them. All right, let's let's bet our beards on this. <laughs> where I, I I can't do that anymore. Where, where, where is where is uh, these fans with the answers? That's uh, I, they don't need it. I'm telling you the answer. I'm guarantee you. <laughs> Just look, here, look it up on YouTube right now. <laughs> I will send you the link. <laughs> oh, wait. So you're seeing it right in front of you that it's them? No, I haven't put it. I'm, I'm looking right now. Okay. There's no way Tito's involved with anything with girls. Was he was corny as hell. Unless when, except for Tito versus like Greg Valentine. That, that uh, version of Tito was pretty badass. All right. Let's send the link. Matador, We're going to put it. Matador Tito, too. All right, here you go. So, is, so it really is. It is Strike Force. Yep. With Robbie Dupree. Who's Robbie Dupree? Yeah. Um, huh. So, yeah. All right, I'm wrong. Oh, I Robbie got, Dupree from the Steel Away. Uh, yacht rocker Robbie Dupree. Yeah. All right, Glenn, I don't like where this is turning. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Tom Zank started in the 80s. He had that that look that, you know, you would think Vince would love, you know. Like, they did him right with Z-Man, didn't they? In WCW? Yeah. Um. Wasn't he kind of over for a minute? They gave him a good he, push. I, I thought they did, at least. Yeah, he, he held the WCW TV title. Right. And, and, 
I remember thinking like guys like him and Barry Horowitz. I'm like these guys are job well, especially Horowitz. These guys are like the jobbers in WWF, and like they're coming here, and like they're 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 actually stars. I remember thinking that even yeah. as a kid, even as a kid, I was able to make that you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's uh, too too bad he was 59 years old. Damn. Damn. Oh, I bet yeah. you'll say he had. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying this is truth, by the way, people. But I'm. I'm wondering if it's one of those things where I've been a large heart or. Oh yeah, you know anybody takes steroids over the years. The, the thought process is there's always an enlarged heart, and I'm sure back in the '80s, I have no proof of this, but I'm sure Tom, you look like a million bucks, had to take something. Yeah, okay. you'd be foolish not to back then. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. crank it up was the Young Stallions theme, by the way. Um, crank it up, huh? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, anyway, back to Tom Zick, but yeah, obviously. You don't want to hear my story? Why I hate Paul Roma? Oh, no, yeah, let's yeah, hear it. All right, so Penfield Beach. Fairfield, Connecticut, I don't know how old, that must have been 10, 12, I don't know, seven years old. My summer camp, my, my, my Christian Bible school summer camp went to the beach. And me and a bunch of my friends were on the pavilion, and there's Paul Roma, captain over, doing, I swear to God, doing the Captain Morgan pose in these nut hugger shorts with no shirt on, all right, with his, like, his, 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 his foot up like on like a table, like a picnic bench table, but looking out into like the water like this. I swear to you. And, and sunglasses and some little hairy meatball next to him. And so we, we all come, me and my friends come up next to him. I'm like, guys, that's Paul Roma. And they're like, no, it's not you. I'm like, yes, it is. So I walk up to him, like, hey, Mr. Roma, my name is Matt Morgan. I'm a huge fan of yours. Is there any way I can get an autograph? And like, he was like, sure, kid. And he goes to like, start signing something. And then a friend of mine goes, hey, are you Paul from wrestling? And he's like, no, I'm Paul from the flower shop. Beat it, kids. <laughs> and then like, we, we, we all had to like get out of there. We got scared for our lives and like ran away. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I never had a chance to meet him since, but he's got a freaking backhand coming to him. He's a little prick. And, <laughs> and I always vowed myself whenever I had an opportunity to sign an autograph, I'd never be a dick like that. <laughs> That's uh, well, we'll no have to kid. get, we'll have to get Paul Roma on here. <laughs> F Paul Roma. <laughs> Uh, another thing that happened this past week, uh, Impact had their lowest rating ever, 161,000 viewers for Impact Ooh. Wrestling this past Thursday. They were up against Tribute to the Troops, but you know they were they've been up against WWE shows in the past. But this was uh, what, 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 what station on Pop? The, on the pop. usual, yeah, they're still on Pop. So what were they normally doing? Uh, they've been. Well, for a while they were in the, like the three hundreds, and they've been kind of falling to the two hundreds, and now wow, yeah, one sixty, lowest ever for first run show. So, somebody put up a, a, a what do you call it, a graphic like on one of my Instagram, like they tagged me on an Instagram, and it was like an old picture of like the TNA like like house show coming to a town near you thing, back in the day, like in, I don't know what year, oh eight is what I'm guessing. It was like me, Nash, Mick Foley, Kurt Angle, Sting. AJ Sims, Samoa Joe, AJ Sims, geez, that's my coach. <laughs> AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, uh, who was the bigger ones on? Steiner, uh, uh, just all of these. Abyss was kind of over then. All these huge, huge names. Hulk Hogan, uh, everybody was on this. That any, that Kurt Angle was only, anybody who's anybody was on this thing. And I remember going, what the, f what happened? You know, because I was looking at this roster and this, this poster, I'm going, this killed anything WWE is putting out out there, in my opinion. It's my opinion. What the hell happened? 
Well, there was an episode of Impact Wrestling. I think there might have been two, actually, that top two million viewers. So just think about that. And I think that was like 2011. So it's not like oh, yeah. 10 years ago. We're talking, you know, six years ago. But I mean, it's been a, a huge fall. So uh, they brought in Don Callis um, and Scott Diamore. And uh, it was Chris Jericho that actually called Impact uh, about hiring them. Hmm. And so, yeah, Chris Jericho called them. We got an article on that going up tonight. So check that out. But yeah. It was uh, Jericho that recommended them to Impact, so we'll see if they're able well, to do something. But Scott Demore has been there for, for a while, though. What do you mean? Well, he he left and then just came back. But uh, to, for Don Callis to to join the creative team, that was Jericho's uh, recommendation. I like Don. Don seems like a really smart man, actually. Yeah. Do you see the uh, some people in the chat are wondering if you saw the, all the Jericho, Chris? Uh, oh, of course Kenny I Omega did. Stuff. I love Kenny Omega. So of course I did. You saw the press yeah. conference. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love Jericho going over the reporter. <laughs> Do you guys have any idea? Like when you chase the Japanese like uh, reporters, they shoot scared. And they had me do like the Brody thing in the middle of my matches where I chase them around the ring. They legit would be shook. So for Jericho to go over and grab the dude's pants, right, I died laughing. <laughs> they um, call the other one a, an F face. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other thing I popped so huge for. Yeah. You think it's funny? How oh, fuck this? <laughs> it was good. It, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm looking for. I'm definitely one of the first. He's right. That is the most intriguing angle in wrestling. There is no question about it. Without, without question. And you know what? I, we were talking about this on Wednesday's podcast. Everything they did is stuff like they do in WWE, but in such a phony, convoluted way. You know, like with the the video airing and then the lights come back on and the person's in the ring. Like they do that in WWE all the time. But the right. way they did it with Jericho being there, you know, in the ring, totally unexpected. It was so effective and, and you know, so much better uh, than any way that I've seen WWE ever do that. And then, you know, they do the contract signings with WWE all the time, which is similar to this press conference thing. But this press conference just seemed way more realistic, way more non-scripted. And it just came across uh, just realistic, awesome, authentic, uh, really wanted, you know, it makes you excited for that match. Mm -hmm. so. I'm surprised that WWE isn't trying to hire him to do something in a creative or executive capacity between that, his cruise, his podcast. He's a busy dude, man. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, so shouldn't the WWE, when they look at the competitive landscape right now, say, this is a guy we want to have on our payroll doing this for us rather than potentially helping competing Companies. operations? Yeah. You know, it just Triple seems H like it's cool with it. It seemed, unless yeah. Hunter was lying. Yeah, I mean, they could they could have him. I'm guessing pretty much whenever he's free. Um, but I'm talking about greater capacity, not just to wrestle, but have him actually doing some stuff business wise for the company or in a creative capacity. Because it seems like, I mean, he's proving himself with the crews and everything else that he's got a mind for, you know, beyond just in ring promotion at this point. If they. If it was like the the 80s, you know, or the early 90s where you can have a ton of input and stuff like that, I'm, you know, maybe he'd be interested in something like that. I doubt it because of yeah. his touring and everything. What's but, this crew? Sorry, go ahead. But uh, no, no wrestler ever wants to work WWE creative. You never hear them talking yeah. about wanting, uh, you know, like a, like a Steve Austin or a Mick Foley or yeah. someone that has a really good, uh, you know, uh, head for the Mind business. For the business. 
Mind for the business, yes, exactly. They, right, they want wait, nothing wait, to do wait, with working creative. Okay. What's the cruise? So he's doing the Chris Jericho, essentially the rock and wrestling cruise, where it's going to be music, the Ring of Honor, Sea of Honor tournament. He approached WWE first. They passed on giving him NXT guys to do an NXT oh, wow. tournament on smart. this cruise. That was smart of him to go to NXT. That would have been good. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so we got Ring of Honor instead. He's got comedians. He's got bands. And uh, from the looks of it, it looks like it's selling okay. I mean, they haven't reduced prices yet. It's still a year away. It's still happening. How much is it? It's like, uh, forget, because I looked at it. I think you could go for like seven fifty a person on the cheapest cabin. For It's like a four-night cruise or something like that. They have cabins that are like a couple grand. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross, a ton of ROH guys. Uh, there's a ton of people. Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes. Uh, Young Bucks. Young Bucks. Oh, Brandy Rhodes will be there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, part two of my interview with Brandy Rhodes is going up on the site this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you talk about? Well, she's <laughs> she's in the new uh, she's in that new Wags TV show, Wags Atlanta. Oh, I take that back. That's pretty yeah. That's pretty popular. Yeah. Actually. So we talked about that. We talked about her wrestling. Talked about racism. We talked about all this other stuff. So pretty interesting stuff. So yeah, yeah. Check it out. Um. So yeah, yeah. That's uh. I think we kind of covered everything. Uh, someone's asking if we have any predictions on who will win the Royal Rumble. Ooh, I don't know who's in it. Yeah, well, no one's in it yet. But well, come you, on, you can't ask you, us that. Well, you know, it's going to be the standard guys. It's not like who's going to win next year's World Series. <laughs> well, it, but you know who's going to be in the Royal Rumble. You know, it's Braun oh, know. and Samoa Joe, and you know the guys that are on Raw and SmackDown that aren't <laughs> champs. <laughs> all right Roz, give us your guess because i'm not giving mine you look like a fool when you don't get it right Go ahead. <laughs> uh yeah i have no i i have no idea dude here's, here's the point i'm not trying to be a jerk i don't even care <laughs> yeah well last year they went with randy orton which was randy won last year's royal rumble yeah don't yeah, you remember and then they bray. did him and bray at mania with the maggots on the you know oh, ring match what the f wow that's kind of weird if Randy Orton win a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, huh. it could be something like that, just something completely out of left field. I, I want to see if Roman Reigns is going to be an early favorite um, because, yeah, you know, he's he going to be in the world title, one of the world title matches. It's in Philadelphia. Listen to me. It's a Philadelphia pay-per-view, right? Yeah. No way in hell Roman wins it. No way they could be this stupid to do this again to him. They just started building a little momentum back for him. No way does he win this. I will say that much. You know who I think it is? Hmm. Braun? No, I'd say Nakamura, and he faces AJ at Mania. Ooh, I'll love yeah. that. I would love that. It's AJ at Mania, right. and it'll, it'll go on it, and you know mid card. But that no, yeah, listen to yeah me, that, it will be. But <laughs> that's the lift it needs, though. That's the lift that storyline needs. Because once the bell rings, that ma the, that match sells itself, guys. Oh yeah, just the in ring action, right? But like storyline wise. We're like, well, how would those two get? To, we're both thinking it. I know we were rise when we we're like, okay, Nakamura and AJ, that'd be cool to watch. We're like, how would it get started? Is it just is it just cold babyface or is cold babyface? That's yeah. how you get it started. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would, yeah, it'd definitely give it a, a bump to get get it get it rolling. And then once from they'll take it, they'll take it from there. Yeah, I yeah. Think See, I don't think it should be. See, that's what's BS. I don't think that to me as a fan. That is not a middle-of-the-card mania match. I know you, people like seeing the Goldbergs come back and the Brock Lesnar. I, I'd rather see, I'm being honest, Nakamura all day and AJ all day. Oh, sure. For them. 
Yeah, but when you've got, uh, you know, when you've got Brock versus Roman going last. Uh, don't like that match better. You got whatever Triple H is doing, you know. Don't like that match even better. I just think it's how they'll book it out. I think it'll be a sh- I think it'll be a highlight of the show, but I think it'll go on earlier. Would yeah. you be pissed if Triple H comes back and wins? He won <laughs> two years ago, right? So I can't see them doing that again. Plus, I'm I'm guessing he's facing either Kurt Angle or Braun at the Rumble, and facing the other one at Mania. So. Wow, I hope Kurt is like back, back. I hope you know because if yeah. he is. Show stealing stuff. Yeah, he had that leg injury at Survivor Series, so hopefully he's all healed up from that. And even that, he didn't, he didn't look like he was moving like the Kurt I, I knew. Yeah. yeah. We shall see. Tomorrow night, less than 24 hours, till Monday Night Raw goes off the air. And we'll be back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast to talk about everything that happens. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow night, it'll be Justin Labar and, and you guys. And cool. I'll be on Wednesday, and we're not going to be on next Monday for the Christmas. Timeout. Where, why are you not doing the show? Man, I got uh, my kids are out of school, so I got like I need to spend Raj, time with them too. I have a commissioner meeting at six p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm making laws and stuff. Hey, man, I'm doing the Wednesday podcast. <laughs> Play on stuff. your phone, watching <laughs> and stuff. Okay, like important things, and you're freaking playing grab ass with Sesame Street. <laughs> Come on, do you, I don't get it? Why can't? Oh, and, and what's his name brought up a good point. Um, um, come on, share shot reality. What is wrong with me? Oh, man? Justin Labar. Sorry, Justin. I love Justin. Why don't we, he had a good idea? We should start a new show with this show where one of us get kicked off and the fans are not entertained by us. Yeah, we could do that. I'll, I'll join in and try to get kicked off early. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I was say, where do I sign up? Uh, we, were, we were comparing you last week, Raj, when, when, because what yeah. we like, uh, what we like that we were going off on last week, I don't know if you heard it, it's when you're listening to the podcast and like texting with notes about the podcast <laughs> when you're not on the podcast, like the anonymous raw GM just like telling us what to do. And I was like, oh, can't yeah. do the podcast, but he can listen to the podcast. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, I heard you had the problem with me saying agree to disagree. Usually when I say <laughs> that, that means you're wrong, but I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about it. So let's move on. <laughs> it's like a double DQ finish, man. It's just not interesting. Um, <laughs> cool, guys. All well, right. so we'll be back here tomorrow night. Myself, Mr. Matt Morgan, Mr. Justin Labar for our last Raw recap of 2017 of course we'll be back wednesday as scheduled for smackdown and uh the following week right we're gonna do yeah yeah that's cool. a, that'll be the last one of the of the year yeah cool guys so uh until then matt anything you want to plug we prep meals.com we as in we prep meals.com use the blueprint uh 10 for your discount code and uh yeah just go check them out guys nice Cool. And, uh, of course, stay tuned to the site. Raj, second part of the interview with Brandy yeah. Rhodes. Al Snow, Terry Funk, Brandy Rhodes, a bunch of stuff. So you check it out. Check it awesome. out on the site. Till next time, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Oh, wait, 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 wait real quick. Oh. Also, uh, our inter- interview with Jinder Mahal, uh, the second oh. and the final part's going tomorrow. So look for that. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Till next time, folks, we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. See you guys.